Hey, welcome back to another rep. My name is Steve Hagan. I am the host of the show. I created the show. I own the show. I love this show because I get to meet guys like Leo. And Leo is from Austria. And I think you're going to love him too. So just sit back, enjoy this, laugh along with us, and let's get another rep. Leo, welcome to the show. Can you tell everybody your full name and your age and everything? Thank you, Coach. Thank you for welcoming me. Oh, yeah. Um, my name is uh, Leonel Misangumukini. I am from Vienna, Austria, born and bred. And, yeah, I started, I actually started playing football with But tw- your parents are from the Congo. Yeah, my parents are from the Congo. But you mm-hmm. were born in Austria. Vienna, Austria, yes, okay. right. So, so uh, that's how you got that beautiful African name. Yeah, that's how I got that's that. So beautiful. Cool. Yes, yes. So I call him Leo. Everybody else calls him Leo because yeah, <laughs> his name is like a song. It's so nice and long and pretty. It's so nice. But so you started playing football. You were a soccer player. Yeah, up. I started playing soccer when I was, I would say six. Yeah, that's how basically everybody starts. Yeah, in Europe, they're just trying to find the best soccer. They just yeah, they just. As soon as you can can really run and like run with a ball, you can play soccer with five yeah, already. Right. Like, so I started playing with my brother, and after a time, like like after like three more years, we quit together because it wasn't really for us. Like the environment was was very different. Is it? Yeah, like soccer. Soccer is. Soccer depends on how much your parents let you get involved with it. Okay. If your parents are like, okay, I want my, my boy to be a, or my girl to be a good soccer player, they're going to push it, they're going to push it. But my parents only did that because they wanted us to have something after school. Right. So in America, for example, you go to high school, you have your high school team. Like in, in, in Vienna, or in Europe, it's like that. You go to a team, which is like a, already a franchise, basically. Right. So we quit that. My brother started playing basketball, and I was like... Is he old? He's older than Yeah, you. he's 30 months older than me. So their coach asked me to come to join their team, but I was like, no, nah, I don't want to... Because my brother was a very good soccer player, and yeah. I, I always stood in his shadow. because okay. every, And I didn't want to do this again. I, I want to do something for, my, for myself. Go. Yeah. So I started football. So the first... How old were you when you did that? I was 11, 11, 12 okay. when, I, when I made that dis- decision. But I already got uh, in contact with football much earlier because I have family in the States, in, in Indianapolis, Indiana. And, and you in, came over here? Yeah. Okay. In 2006. And it was the year that they, they actually won the Super Bowl. So my, my sister and, and her husband took us to the training facility. How in cool. India. Yeah. But I, I didn't even know. So did you go to training camp? Yeah, it was training watch? camp. It was it was training camp, and it was it was I think yeah it was in August. So we came in and like at the front desk there was like the the woman a woman was working yeah, like there a receptionist receptionist, person. and she welcomed us and we told her yeah we're from Vienna and she was very excited because normally I'm <laughs> not many I'm, people from no, Vienna. Yeah, not many people from Vienna come to Indianapolis. So and she showed us the Super Bowl ring. Oh wow! And I was and I was like and I was I didn't I didn't know what it is. Right. It, yeah. And I was like, 
you can we keep that and she was no no it's it's for me but maybe one day you can get one yourself so i was like i'm never gonna play football like like yeah uh, because the ring just looked beautiful i thought they were just gifting us uh, yeah it wasn't i was already a bit grumpy i was like man <laughs> but then they showed us the locker room was huge it was it was huge locker room yeah they showed us the co- coach's office, huge coach's office, head coach's office. And I was like, She wow. gave you a nice tour. Yeah. And I think it was the assistant general manager who, okay. who walked with us yeah. and explained us to us. And I was like, wow, this is... So this. then did you become a Colts fan because of that? Yeah. Actually, I became low-key a Colts fan, supported them. So we went to the field. Uh-huh. And he he explained to us. And the first thing that I was recognizing was like, it's loud. The, on the field, it's loud. Everybody's screaming. And I was like, man, they're they, they beating each other oh, up. Oh, you were watching practice? Yeah, I was watching practice. And I was like, what, what is going on here? It's so violent. They're beating each other. Is that the first time you had seen football? First time I've ever, live. Yeah, my, live. live. But you'd football. seen it on TV, maybe? I say, seen, we had a football at home because we were... My first time going to America was, I think, in 2004. Okay. That was the first. Then I got a football. I don't remember. I was very young. I was like six, seven years old. Yeah. So I was, and he, the GM, and Peyton Manning was there at oh, the time. Oh. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, Peyton Manning, this is our, our best players. And I was like, okay, interesting. And, and I, now I'm talking about him, and it's crazy that I saw Peyton Manning <laughs> now that he that is. is probably one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. And then they showed us, like, the kickers yeah, because they were practicing separate. Right. And I was like, man, the kickers are nice because this, that, that remembers me on, on soccer. Yeah, right. It reminds me on soccer. So I was like, man, kickers. I was so excited. Nice thing we got. I got a pair of gloves that I kept for four years until I started playing football. I kept them. I remember my first football practice, I put them on. There were some nice Under Armour gloves. And, yeah, then, actually, it's also crazy, sorry, how I got to, to the team that, that I'm now. Yeah, so then you went back from that trip yeah, back to Vienna. back to Vienna in and, and four years. And I was out in, like, 2008. Yeah, 2008, we went back. And I kind of, like, man, I kind of like football. Yeah, and I always say, man, I want to play football. And my sister had my older sister had friends who played uh, at the biggest club, like the Vienna Vikings. Uh huh. And she was like, yeah, you can go there and you can do a tryout. And I was like, what? I have to do a tryout, man. What if they don't take me? And I was like, have you ever put on pads or never helmet? ever? And I was like, man, what if they don't like me? I don't because a lot of people go to the tryouts. Yeah, like a lot of people. Yeah. And I was like, no. And then we were just playing in our park, and a football coach came by from another team, from the Danube Dragons. And he asked my brother, and my brother said, no, no, I don't don't play. I already play basketball, but my brother likes football. You can ask him. And he came up to me, and I I will never forget that day. And he gave me a football, a real NFL Duke football. And those things are expensive in Europe. It's like... You can't go to the store and just buy them. Right. Nowadays you can, but back in the days, you can't go into the store and buy a, a brand new Duke. And I was like, wow, okay. He gave me the football. And he gave me his card and said, yeah, come on this day. We're going we're gonna to see He's what... recruiting you. Yeah. And we're going to see what you can do. And I was like, yeah. I took his card. And they, they came, and I didn't go. 
And I was like, because I was so, I was too nervous. I was yeah. like, no, yeah. I, I can't. What if they don't like me? So you took his ball and his card. And yeah, but up. I didn't show up. And then my brother told me the next day, he was like, man, this is your last chance. You have to come on this day. And I was like, man, It's he, like what we talked about in our meeting. Today, yeah. Like the window of the opportunity. The window of opportunity was right there. And I was like, I have to go there because he gave me a ball. So I went, I went over there. First, it was cold. It was February. And Austria in February. Very cold. It's cold, man. It's, it's, it's very cold. And it was outside? It was outside. And I remember I came into the locker room. And I saw a guy who went to who I went to school with, and I didn't know he was playing football. I was like, "Oh, you play football too?" He's like, "Yeah, I just started." And they all put their pads on and they go out. I didn't, I didn't, I had no pads, but we had like this, we call it rookie school, uh-huh. where they introduce us to football. Yeah, right. Yeah. With no pads, we just show we were just showing them how athletic we were. And I remember we were doing that with the American players because some American go play overseas, yeah. and they're like uh, the import players, and they were just like giving us little a little bit of football. It was like for two months, and then like preseason started, and we, I got my first pets. I remember they were so shitty. They were <laughs> really bad pets. I still have. I think I still have the helmet at home, and it was it was not good pets, not good helmets. Because it's Europe. You can't go to the store and just yeah, buy shit. Right, it's, right. <laughs> That's classic. And they <laughs> were really good. I remember. So you put them on. And I like, put them on. Oh, I was man, like, am I going to oh. be all right in these? And I remember like the second week, the guy who I went to rookie school with, who I went to rookie school with, he broke his foot. He didn't only broke his, he broke his leg, Yo. but he didn't broke his leg. I know maybe the viewers can see it, but it was broken like this. Oh, man. And like an L shape, yeah, like an L shape. And the ambulance came. They couldn't pick him up in the ambulance because it's too dangerous. Yeah, he might, they might, he might lose his leg. They called a helicopter. The helicopter came, oh, picked geez. him up, and flew him That's to the hospital. Second week yeah. of playing football. Second week, and I was like, does it happen? Every, <laughs> like every practice, they were like, no, no, no. Usually the ambulance just come, but it's something else. And. <laughs> I never see. I've never seen him again after this. Really? I've never seen him after. He yeah. didn't. And then I you mean, thought, I understood. You, did you think, wow, this is? A I was like, wow, and I was like, forget it, just just go. And I I came like it was practice was. So you were thinking about quitting? Not no. I was like, at that moment, I was like, wow, it's dangerous. And I will, I was like, but okay, it's not gonna happen to me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we practiced three times a week. And I remember the first game, I only played special teams. And nice, nice. Yeah, only played special teams. So I had to... It wasn't like I was there and it was, I, was a bit, I was already... Big. I remember, like, the best players. Yeah. They were... Whew, we had two running backs. I will never forget them. Two running backs who were, like... They were, like, Adrian Peterson. And then we, we ran the ball. We... we was we didn't throw the ball a lot because it's yeah. we played nine against nine, and you run the ball. You you have two tight ends, and you only throw the ball when you have to. Were but you playing both ways? Offense no, I defense? played defensive line. I started defensive lineman at the preseason, and then we had our our test, our combine test, and I ran one of the fo- fastest forties, and they said, "No, he's not a defensive lineman. We need him. We need him in a backfield. We need him at, at cornerback and receiver." 
I played cornerback and receiver then, and I remember my first touchdown. <laughs> I can't imagine you playing. Yeah. You're huge. Yeah. I, tell, tell everybody how big you are right now. I'm 6'4", about 269. Yeah, yeah. you're big. What, what can you run the 40 in? 4'7 was my fastest. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can roll. And I, I remember I still have my first touchdown on my video. I, just, I found old DVDs because yeah. on, on Christmas, on our Christmas, we all get DVDs of all, all our games, and they gave us those. And I, I remember watching. It was just a bubble screen. I just caught it, and it just ran. Just went. <laughs> it was, but it was basically our only pass play, bubble screen. I just only... Only EDS, we just ran the ball. <laughs> That's fun. How'd you get into this IPP program? Um, was I think it was I didn't know of it, really know of it until Psycho and Sandro, uh-huh. Sandro Platzko, who is now with the Giants. Um, he they were like the first first guys who came in. And I was like, I can do that too. I I can. I'm I'm one because we're all the same age. We all all born in 1997. Yeah. Okay. We all play more than 10 years. We played against each other. We played we played with each other. Yeah. So I was like, this is this this is the next step. This is, because I can't. I'm not really able. To, I'm too old for college. So this is like I always want. want I always told myself. I want you to, didn't go to college. Yeah, right? I didn't go to college. From high school, you from high school, right? After that, I just went to the army and okay. then straight to work. And so after you did your job at the army, then you went and played football, the yeah. club football. Yeah. I mean, you were could you do both at the same time? Yeah. Army, yeah, it was possible to have army and and football, but I was I missed some games because you have to your how can I say it. They call it. Um, they educate. They, they educate you like shooting and how oh, okay. to pack your stuff. You have to be there all week. Okay. And you just rep it, rep so it, like rep a it, training rep camp. it. Training uh-huh. camp. You just rep it, rep it, rep yeah, it. Yeah, like you, you do. Said. You do. Like I remember, we were doing like our march. Yeah. And we rep it like one hour, basically every day. Every you wake up at six, you rep it. Then you go to lunch, you rep it. Do they have a competition then? It's like. We're like we're like a company, yeah. And you're like segregated in three big groups, bigger groups. And there's some competition because some of them, yeah, we heard that you were shit. But in the end of the day, we're like one. We're one company. We're yeah. all together. We like we like one one regiment or one battalion. And it was like like for me it was a competition when we made sport and went running yeah right I just was well, like just be the first guy who's done with it yeah but the thing is if you like the first you have to run with the last guy and I remember one thing you have to we march with the with the bag on full cloth yeah. on with with our with our uh, assault rifle we have to walk and I was and they knew because I was the tallest so I was always in front I was I was always in front. I have to. I always had to be the first guy out because I'm the tallest. Because they they don't want it. They want um, on the first row and on the second row they want it to go like this. So so the the tallest guy has to be there. The tallest guy can't be in the middle. It just looks shitty if you if you, if you <laughs> yeah right if you're presenting representing for for people yeah right. So so and and they knew I was the most athletic. 
And I just walk. And the last guy who always was like, you get people from all different yeah, right. kind of sizes. And he was not that athletic. So I had to go back and help him carry his bag. So it was kind of like, but it was okay. I was fine with it. I got more extra points. So I I got more out like the our our like our sergeants and yeah. stuff like that who were upper upper rank for us. They were they were cool with me. Because they know they knew that Did you lift weights in the army then? How did yeah. you start to change your body from a wide receiver to a defensive end? So Cause you don't look like a wide receiver. I don't know, no at all. It was like just go into the gym and just lift heavier. Just yeah. lift heavier. As a receiver I was I was used to be the I'm I was I was used to be the strongest guy on the field, like go against little corners, yeah, safeties, right. maybe go up go up and block some linebackers. But then I had like to transition just to gain more weight, eat more and just lift heavier weights. So it wasn't of, really the Did the one f- of your coaches tell you that or did you just say I wanna play defense? No, yeah. My co my head coach Gave me the possibility to switch to defensive end okay. because I wasn't getting uh, getting any playing time on on the offensive side. So he was like, "You're a great athlete. We just need you on the field. Yeah, we just right. it, it would it's just a waste of talent. You're standing on the sideline. Yeah. So we need you on the field. So I was like, okay, I'm open. I just wanted to play. I was I hated to be because I'm not used to sitting sitting on the sideline because I always played. I I had to play both ways. And youth ball, just go home and be completely exhausted. But I love that. That's yeah. how I know, man. You got so shit done. So, what's the biggest difference in your brain, your mind about uh, soccer and football? Soccer, I talked about it with with Ayo, who played uh, who played at a, at a very big club. He played at Chelsea, who's maybe one of the biggest clubs in the world. Yeah. And like literally, like <clears throat> if you're very talented. You already you already very, a very good soccer player. If you're talented, you know how to play with juggle yeah. the ball. You already you, you will already have. But in but in but in football, you can be the most talented guy. It won't be even close to being enough because talent doesn't bail you out a little bit in football. Really? Why is that? Why do you think that? Because I feel I see a lot of talented players in Austria, but they if if they played against if they go on high level, high level, high level, and just and they just they just say, "I'm not gonna work out. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna rely on my on my on my talent." They always get worse, worse, worse until yeah. they're up there, like in the AFL, in the Austrian football league, in the AFL, and they all of a sudden they don't play or they or they're not good enough, and they're like, "Why am I not playing? I'm always been the best guy." But it's always been the most talented. I remember like. The most talented Vikings youth tel- uh, quarterback of all time, he was killing all, killing all the, the teams when he was at youth level. Then he came to the to the senior level, and they told him, "Hey, we only have, uh, we don't look at you as a quarterback because we bring in imports. Mm-hmm. Need to play receiver." And he was athletic enough to play receiver, but he just didn't work hard enough. He just his his talent let him let him let him go. Yeah. So. We have a saying here, hard work beats talent yeah. when talent doesn't work, work hard. hard. Yeah. And that's what you're talking about. And this is the clear this is what the main difference is between football and soccer and also the commodity teammates. Like I have friends who are soccer players and they have a weird they have a weird um, definition of teammates. 
they de- define teammates in another way than football players. How do you, as a football player, define your I team? feel like every every guy that I played with is like my brother. They're like more than friends. Why is it? Because of the physicality? Physicality. The you, go to, you go to war with your yeah, boys. You go to... A version of it. Version, yeah. A version of war. You go to... You go to battles. You go. You go places that not many people don't want to go. You. Know, <laughs> I. I've seen like places like, oh, man, I, I got hurt. Soccer. I got hurt. I just get the game, and they lose it, and he. And they. He. He be like, and he be like, yeah. You see, the lot. The loss because I didn't play. That. That mentality doesn't really exist in football. In football is even if there's like a little possibility you can play, you will play. And, so that's why I think Isn't it's that crazy. Yeah, I wonder why that is. It's just a, it's just different, I guess. People, um, that team, that culture, that that you know that that football gets because of you. The I think it's because of the physicality it yeah. brings the warrior, warrior out in you, the 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 real man out in yeah. you because we're hitting and we're getting hit. hit. Yeah, and if you're not getting hit, somebody, one of your teammates is getting hit, and you got to lift them up and pick them up off the ground and. Yeah brush them off or they're brushing you off or something like that so. and, and in football there's like no easy practice if you if you if you if you practice easy you you won't be ready for sunday or for saturday or friday yeah it's like in soccer you you see like they go jogging around to play with a little bit with the ball they go home out that's not like a criticism it's just like the way the sport it is yeah right and also like Sportsmanship is not really high written in soccer, yeah. in my opinion. Like you see how players flop or like extravagate when they when they get fouled, yeah. And they say, yeah, it's part of the game. It's you 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 play a mental game with the ref a little bit to to get a yellow card out of him or something like that. And just, that that's not sportsmanship. That's that's weakness, in my yeah. opinion. That's being that's playing like playing play just playing soft. I'm sure there's some. There's some real legitimate soccer players. Yeah. I know there are. Yeah. But, so I don't want to bomb on all the soccer players on the planet. Yeah. Because I know there's some really good I'm not talking players. about everybody. Yeah, Please. but I know that. But football is uh, it's a unique sport. It's just a unique sport. And what makes it unique is, I think what makes it unique is, you've got to lift weights. It calluses you up. Yeah. What else does lifting weights do in your mind to you? It's mental strength. If you can't go... And you, you kind of like, man, you can push it. You, you, you can do it. Yeah. Especially when you lift with your, if your boys, if your teammates. Yeah, right. And you just, you just, I don't know. You like, man, I haven't, I haven't benched like two eighty, never in my life. And you go out and you with the boys and you say, yeah, I'm gonna bench two eighty, and you make it. You feel satisfied. Yeah. You, you feel like you have done something. You got better today. This is what lifting lifting weights is. I think the most challenging thing because nobody more so than actual game. Yeah, no, not more than actual game because nobody will tell you to go lift. They will tell you to go lift. It's, right. it's your your decision basically. Yeah, right. You can say, "No, nah, I'm not gonna lift weights. I'm gonna stay at home," because it's like nobody. A coach won't hold your hand and say, if you do so it. So where did you lift weights to train? Psycho built his own... Own home gym, yeah. Yeah, with wood. Yeah. He went to, like, Home Depot or whatever the, the Vienna version of Home Depot yeah. <laughs> And he went and built his own rack. During quarantine, you mean? like I guess during, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I had... I worked out with Psycho together. So you his, saw his wreck. Yeah, I saw his wreck. <laughs> what? 
He was. I mean, he did his best. Yeah, right. And he was enough. He was enough. Yeah. It was good enough to. We squatted. We benched. We even did. How fun! You guys worked out together. Yeah, we worked out together before you got here to yeah. IPP. Because we always used to work out. Ever since I, I came to his team to the Vienna yeah. Vikings, I started lifting with him. Like, because he's like he's like a veteran yeah. at the Vikings because he's been there forever, and yeah. he's like. He he got there to a point where he was like the main players there, probably the best offensive player. If you take out the imports, yeah, he was our best player and he was a captain too. And he's this, tough. He's tough. He's, he's he is the mo- fun probably the most hardest working guy. Oh, he's, yeah, he's durable. Yeah, he's coachable. Coachable. Yeah, he's he works hard. He's a He's always he always wants another rep. Yeah, always. I'll be oh. like, "Hey, we're done. We're done, Bernard." He's like, "Coach, I just want to do one more. Just yeah. can I get another one of these? You know, yeah. what's another rep mean to you? Another rep is is when you can't go no more, but in, back in your mind, said, and your mind is saying to you, can do another one. You can yeah. do another one. You can, you can go much farther than you than you can believe. So it's like when you have. A strength and conditioning schedule and a strength and conditioning coach say you have you can do it eight times. You do it eight times and you're kind of like, hmm, it wasn't enough. You do another rep. You do another rep until you feel like, okay, I've done something today. Yeah. So this is... Get stronger. This is stronger. How do you relate that to like just living, just normal life? It's in life, you, you most of the people set like, sh- or like short-term goals or like little goals. Yeah. And you, you get to them, and you kind of like, I can do more. I can do more. And if you, like, achieve your, your main goal, and you kind of like, man, I can go more. That's not, that's not enough. Yeah. And I feel like if everybody would, like, take this mentality, it would be, it would, it would be a much better world than it is. Because everybody's getting satisfied. Like, okay, I made... That's for example, I made twenty million today. I'm good. I'm good. Twenty million is a lot of money, but why, why don't you get twenty five million? Yeah. Why don't you excel? Why don't you get better? Like people shouldn't limit themselves because of the situations. Exactly. Or I say to the guys that I'm coaching here, your mindset gives you momentum. Yes. And when you get your mind right the sky's the limit and you can you just keep getting another good intentional rep that points you in a direction of where you want to really go you know it's not good enough to just make a team yes you got to make a team better better yeah because when you make a team better then then you can get that team to the super bowl and win the super bowl i was talking like look at tom brady tom brady yeah yeah i mean i talked to james about it and i told him yeah um I want to make the team, and I, I want to be the reason why the team is 1% better than they've been last year. Yeah. Even though I, I've not. You don't want to just make the you team. You just don't want to. Yeah, that's it. Because if you just make the team, you're just one of one of many guys. Yeah. But if you really show up in special teams, you make the tackle inside the 10, and your defense starts at the 10, and, and they get a turnover and downs, or they have to punt the ball. Or they get into three and out. You kind of like feel like okay, I, I, and it shows in the stats because now everything is numbers. You can see like 
on on there like many websites who really who really great players like on every single thing that they do. So I feel like just making a team it's 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 a it's a success, but it's it's not it wouldn't make me satisfied. I want to go. I want to be. I want to go far. I want to. I want to go. I want to go with. But people be like, yeah. I knew. I kind of knew he's gonna make it to the NFL, but that's is probably it. I want to shock them and be like, hey, I was on the field when this happened. I was. Yeah. I was on the field when that happened. I was on. The hey, field. you saw that video on ESPN. And here's and the ring. It looks like the one I saw. So twelve, 12 years, years old. old. And yeah. this is what I'm. What, what what I'm achieving like I'm I'm a sort of a guy I'm, my mentality is, is kind of like I love losing more than uh, I love I hate losing more than I love no, winning I was going to say you love la, 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 la. you hate I, losing more than you love, love winning me. yeah I expect always myself to win like even on the simplest things like yeah. cards a rep on a field in the gym yeah I I just hate losing losing is just I know you can learn a lot when you lose. You can learn a lot when you win. When yeah, it's like you if you win, you feel sad. You go home and you're like, I've done something today. Yeah. Oh, I love what you said. You got to hate losing yeah. more than you love winning. And that that when you get that mindset, that's what gives you the momentum to work hard to win because you'll do whatever it takes to win and leave no doubt. And, you know, it doesn't always work out your way. It doesn't because you got teammates too, yes, right? Yeah. Sometimes they trip or fall or, you know, whatever. But collectively, when you have a mindset of we're going to do whatever it takes to win and leave no doubt, that means you are always repping the, the, the things that are going to help you win. You do whatever it takes to win and leave no doubt. I tell my guys that all the time. You got to be a smart, fast, physical, fundamental football player that does whatever it takes to win and leave no doubt. When you do that, it puts you in a spot, puts you in a good spot, gives you a chance to win. A chance. Doesn't a mean chance. you don't win a win, yeah. But you want to have a better chance to so win than the other team. You know, um, as soon as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers put Tom Brady on their team. The team got better. They had a better chance, to, better win, chance right? to win. Who knew they were going to win the whole Super Bowl? But they had a better chance, chance. at winning. And then that mindset started to permeate the whole football team. And then that gave them the momentum to go do and achieve all their goals. So that was really cool. Leo, thanks so much for coming on here and sharing your story, man. It's just so fun to, to uh, talk to you and hear your story. And um, I'm just uh, looking forward to uh, going and visiting you on whatever team you get on and watching you play. And then now I get another team to root for because – I don't really root for teams. I root for my people. <laughs> and you're one of my people. So uh, thanks for coming on. And let's just keep repping. Let's go. Thank All you, right. Coach. All right. Hey, thanks for listening to another rep today. I really appreciate that. I know you got a lot of choices that you can make in this whole podcasting, crazy podcasting world. And you chose to listen to another rep. So I really appreciate that. If you like it, hit like, hit subscribe, and share it with your family and friends. I think they'll like it too. But in the meantime, let's keep repping. Make it a great day. Boom. I'm out.